Welcome to the Pink Noise Radio Show. I'm your host, Sherry Hauser. So thrilled to be broadcasting through Cafe Racer Radio for the first time on this fair Sunday. And I'd like to give a big shout out to Cindy and Jeff for making space for me and my voice on this Sunday. There's a lot of other talented individuals who are showing up with their wisdom and gifts, and I'm very grateful to be one of them. I want to tell you a little bit about this program and what you can expect to tune into here on Sundays to come. This show is for individuals who are curious to explore other ways of being in the world. Maybe you're a person who has unfulfilled desires and you're looking for a life hack. Do you want to show up more with genuine enthusiasm for life? Or would you like permission to be more yourself? The content on Pink Noise Radio will generally focus on adult-oriented themes, but won't be X-rated. Though I can't promise me or my guests will have a clean mouth 100% of the time. My guests will be male, female, or somewhere in between, a variety of ages, but mostly professional adults between the ages of 30 and 60, though I hate to put myself in a box. I like to follow the thread of aliveness with my guests, which sometimes means I'll stray, and I hope you'll join me on the journey. All subject matter on the Pink Noise radio show will be centered around the human experience and what it's like to be alive right now. I've become fascinated with the conditions of our social structure, who decides how we live our life. In the practice of authentic relating that I've been deeply saturating myself in these last few years, I've come to understand life is the context that we set for it, that it's a game, the game of life. And the only person who's in charge of making the rules are you. And realizing that, realizing the opportunity to live your life the way you want in a way that fulfills your spirit is kind of the point. It took me a bit to get that, to not live my life for other people and what I thought they wanted for me or what they expected from me. And really, it's one of the gifts of slowing down. And the past six months, I've gotten even deeper insight on this particular topic. And the people that I'm going to be inviting onto the show, they figured something out too. And it's different because we all come from different places and our own human experience sets the stage for the lessons that we have to learn. It's not the same for any two individuals on the planet, but there's universal ideas that show up in the lessons that can be applied to many different people. The context for the practice of authentic relating is centered around five practices and I'd like to share them with you uh, because I I think it's going to show up here. (laughs) It's going to show up in conversations with some of my guests, and I'd like to set the groundwork for that. So it begins with welcoming everything. And this is really a practice of noticing what's alive for you, what's, what's happening in your body right now, even as you're listening to this program. Are you engaged and leaning forward? Um, Are you checking out? 
what's what's happening are you feeling grounded where's the energy flow just really getting in touch with what your experience is in any given moment of the day and welcoming it and by welcoming it you're not making anything right or wrong you're just observing and noticing and becoming aware of what's happening which kind of leads me to the second practice of arts training art international art stands for authentic relating training and the second practice is called assume nothing and you might be thinking that's impossible because the human the human creature we we make assumptions all the time and it's not really possible to just blanketly say don't do it because we're going to do it but we can be aware of the assumption and then we can get curious about it and instead of thinking we know the answer or placing a judgment on someone else, we can just simply ask, hey, I'm noticing this expression on your face and I'm telling myself a story that you're checked out. I'm wondering if that's true. And then the person can say, oh, I was lost in thought thinking about my grandmother and something, something else. And you realize that what other people do actually is not about you, which is a wonderful lesson I got from the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. I read the chapter, Don't Take Anything Personally, over and over and over again. There was so much in it for me to learn. I'm still learning. This practice of assuming nothing is an opportunity to reveal what it is you might be thinking about a situation. And maybe it's true. Maybe it's not true. But to check it out. And I love that invitation. It feels really rich. And it feels really genuine. Maybe vulnerable to admit what you might be thinking about a situation to someone else. But then you get the real answer. And you're not making up a story anymore. The third practice is to own your experience. That's about accountability. That's about speaking in I statements and owning what's true for you and not about making generalizations about, you know, when people dot, dot, dot. But how about I feel sad when... I don't, I don't have an example for you. When XYZ happens, like own the situation. And that's a really hard practice for a lot of people to own their part in the story, to own their part of even how they show up in the world. If someone's feeling upset or put upon, you know, people feel put upon when others have demands of their time and they feel stretched or pulled. But owning your experience is about saying, what's my role in this? What's my role in where I am, and how I got here? What did I say yes to? And more importantly, what did I not say no to? That's been coming up a lot. 
coming up a lot in conversations with others. Yeah. I think we'll be talking more about boundaries in episodes to come. But for now, I'll just leave that there as an example of the practice of owning your experience. And the fourth practice is reveal your experience. This is the part where you share (laughs) more about what's true for you. And this practice really comes alive in the example of the three levels of conversation. And this blog article from, I think, four years ago, maybe 2017, um, on the arts page was the single reason why I said yes to the very first training back in the beginning of 2018. And it's an article that talks about the three levels of conversation, informational, personal, and relational. And informational is where we're sharing the logistics, the the facts of the day, um, what I ate for breakfast, what time I went to work, who I'm having a meeting with, What's for supper? This is about 90% of most people's content is informational. And the second level is personal. This is where we add about how something made us feel or what our motivation was. So I got up at 7 because when I wake up to my alarm, I get an earlier start to the day and it gives me time to journal and meditate, which is important to me because then I feel grounded and centered before my nine o'clock meeting, right? That gives some context. That gives some why. If I told you what I ate for breakfast, it might tell you something more about my priority on my health or the type of food I feed myself or, um, uh, yeah, just that. And then I'm going to drop into the relational level. And this is this is where the the training kind of comes in because it's not a place where most people spend time. And this is really the key to the fourth practice of reveal your experience. Because in the relational level of conversation, we're actually sharing what it's like to be with you in this moment. You know, you, someone might say being with you, I notice I notice I'm giddy. I'm excited to see you. And there's, I'm, you know, little bubbles of, of enthusiasm that are sparking in my body. And I'm, I'm excited. My smile's really wide. My, my cheeks are pulled up. Maybe my, I'm talking a little faster because I'm excited or my heart's beating. And if you start to notice what's happening in your body in different experiences that you're having in life, then you can start to track it. And what's really fun is revealing that, revealing in the moment present awareness. And it has a lot to do with mindfulness training. What's happening right now, being present with you, I notice. And that's the context for the fourth practice. The fifth one is honor self, honor other. And this is about knowing what you want and what your needs are. And that's really self-care, isn't it? If you're on a Zoom with a bunch of people and you're having a hard time connecting, you know, do you feel like you've got the space to turn off your screen and not be seen for a couple minutes? 
to step away from the computer, have a few breaths, get a glass of water, take a take a moment. You know, that's that's a practice of honoring self and honoring other is giving other people the space to do the same without judgment, not making assumptions that it's about you, but giving the other person space to honor themselves. And now I celebrate and applaud anytime someone else needs to take a break or do something different than what's actually happening in the moment. And I feel a great deal of compassion. And it's a much more generous mindset to have. So I'm going to be inviting people on the show who think like that and people who don't think like that, who have other, other gifts to offer. And that kind of gets me into the why, why of this, of this, why pink noise. And if you believe like I do, that the meaning of life is to find your gift and that when you do, your purpose is to give it away. Well, this is me at the self-identified stage of giving it away. You're welcome. (laughs) So why the name Pink Noise? Well, it was suggested by a work colleague a couple years back. He knew that I was launching a podcast and having pink hair for a decade tends to be an easy target for labeling. And my intention for this program is to reveal more of the human experience and to remove the stigma around uniqueness, deviance, rebels, and anyone who refuses to be contained inside of a stereotype. We're all pink inside, regardless of gender, age, race, orientation, upbringing. And the noise? I'm here to make a ruckus. Yeah, I follow Seth Godin, and I'm aware that that's one of his sayings. Now go make a ruckus, he encourages all of his followers. Well, challenge accepted. Though to be fair, I don't need anyone, even someone as well-spoken as Seth, to give me permission. I've been making a ruckus since I was a child. I have this story that I was a lot to handle for my parents. And uh, that's an example right there of something I've carried with me for a while that I was a burden to my parents because I was so loud. And I, I d- asked for what I wanted. And in that sense, I felt like maybe I didn't behave or I didn't, I didn't fit in because I wasn't patient all the time. Or mm, there's a lot of stuff around appropriateness that seems to come up around me thinking about my childhood and making a ruckus and being loud in class, wanting to speak out as a way to connect. And now, as a 50-year-old grown-ass woman, I've acquired a pink megaphone, which I plan to bedazzle and use as a tool to amplify the voices of others, which is really at the core of this radio show's mission. Because when we are fully self-expressed, we become a gift to the world around us. My friend Jeff Lazowitz taught me that. He runs a course on creativity and as a creativity coach, it's really this idea that if you wanna be a writer or a singer or a dancer, a musician, that in that having that desire, you are that when you are being that. And so, the importance 
of letting your spirit out and letting it be seen and let it sing and let it dance and let it move. In that moment, you're fully self-expressed. Your spirit is fully embodied and alive. And I want to talk to more people like that. I want to be around more people like that. And so that's part of the core why of this show. Talking to people who I see as being fully self-expressed. They're on a mission. They're lit up. They're alive. And if in sharing some of their stories with more people, they get sparked, they get inspired to do more of what makes them feel alive, well then, hallelujah, brothers and sisters, because that's the point. There's a quote by Howard Thurman that I love to share, and it goes like this. Don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive and then go do it because what the world needs is more people who have come alive. And that is truly why Pink Noise. Now to talk a little bit about the how, I've kind of mentioned and teased you with an idea of who some of the guests might be. And really it's about mining and shining the gold within getting in there and having conversations to reveal more of the magic that they've discovered. And so these are deep dive interviews with spiritual Sherpas and authentic relationship coaches, social justice strategists and creativity champions. The list is vast and I'm hoping these conversations will take me in new directions that I haven't even thought of yet. I am going to be having a conversation with David Rendell of The Freak Factory, and it's going to air next week on the 27th. And David believes that you discover your uniqueness by flaunting your weakness. This is all about letting your inner weirdo out to play. He talks about what makes you weird makes you wonderful. It is because of that that you are special. It's that way of being that is unique to you, that is the thing you should do more of. The way you want to be is perfect already, just as it is. There's nothing to fix or change or make wrong. It is already exquisite. And developing an attitude of gratitude for the gift of being the human that you already are, that's the journey. So in closing this launch episode, what I want to say is that we're all just doing the best we can with what we've got. Because these times be crazy. I know you know what I'm talking about. It's a one foot in front of the other kind of moment. And some days I have to pause to remember to breathe with intention just to connect back to myself amidst all the chaos that's happening in the external world. So remember to be kind to yourself. Be kind to each other. In love and light, your Pink Noise radio host, Barry Sherry. Until next time.